Blog Talk Radio. of this planet called Earth. This show was so exciting tonight that I had to move it up from 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 11 p.m. at the shadows of the tree leaves right outside my door. So wait a second now. I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a second, not a minute, to turn all your lights off because this show can only be heard in the dark and especially this scary one from the inner sanctum old time radio show from october 23rd 1945 let's go back to the year 1945 now for boris karloff in corridor Remember, if you want to call into this show, <laughs> it's funny, a pause on radio, you have to go to blogtalkradio.com. This X, the call-in number is right there. But if you want to be a guest on the show, call 657-383-1357. That is, once again, I have to do everything on this show, even the scary voices. Six five seven three eight three thirteen fifty seven. Scary voice pronunciation. Ah! Inner sanctum scary. Blog Talk Radio dot com. 
chance you might get. So much of our arts, the creative arts have dealt with the unknown of death. Not so unknown when you listen to this show, where I solve the mysteries here on Night Owls Radio. Lipton certainly has a rich, hearty flavor. Being down that dim and endless passage, which I suppose we let Boris Carlos in the role of John Clay tell you about himself. If your blood pressure will take it, put out the lights and come on a little trip down the corridor of doom. When I woke up, I had no idea of where I was or how I'd gotten there. I was lying on a hard white bed in a clean white room. There was a dull pain in my abdomen. Recurring nightmares such as Boris Karloff seems to have in tonight's episode of Inner Sanctum entitled Corridor of Doom from October 1945 is something that does occur on this planet. Miss X has had recurring nightmares and we solve the mystery again tonight. Or is it evening? Whichever you prefer. It doesn't matter. My name's Clay. John Clay. Yes. And yours? You can call me Nada. Exactly. Where am I? In what hospital? It has no name. What? That's ridiculous. I'd like to speak to Dr. Rogers. If you'll get him for me, please. There is no Dr. Rogers. At least, not here. Then who operated on me? And for what? Listen, I'm not a well man. I've a very bad heart. Some Didn't Boris Karloff have the scariest, spookiest voice ever? A chill crept through my bones. It wasn't cold. It was fear. Unreasoning and abysmal fear. The door opened again. Ooh. And there stood a heavy set man, his hair flecked with grey. And with him... My son-in-law, Alex Bartlett. Alec, I can't tell you how glad I am to see you. Hello, Father. But why are you standing out there? Why don't you come in? Oh, no. No, I shouldn't advise it. And why not? And why? Was it you who operated on me? Yes. I'm Dr. Stone. Why wasn't Dr. Rogers called in? He's taken care of me for years. There wasn't time. It happened during the night. Acute appendicitis. And even as it was, even as it was, what? And why are you dressed that way, Alec, all in black? Well, it's customary. After all, you are my father-in-law. Of course I am, but... Now, look, Alec, you've got to stop being so mysterious. And you know about my heart, what any sudden shock will do. I don't think you need to worry about it anymore, Mr. Clay. And as far as the mystery is concerned... This initial period of adjustment is always a little difficult. Difficult? Do you realize what it's like lying here helpless, completely isolated, as if I were all alone in the world? Or isn't there someone I can talk to? Some of the other patients? Not just yet. When the time comes, 
You will meet them. But, look, Doctor, I can't stand much more of this. I can't. If I don't find someone who really cares about me, who treat me like a normal human being. My dog. How about my dog? What do you think, Doctor? Yes, that's possible. We'll see what we can do, Mr. Clay. Come along, Doctor. Goodbye, Father. You, you'll be back, won't you, Alec? I don't know. I'll try, but it's difficult, very difficult. Then, then don't go, Alec. Don't leave me here all alone. Come back. Come back. I waited and watched, watched and waited. Then the door opened, and there was the doctor again. There was a small, thin-faced man with him this time, wearing the white coat of an orderly and carrying a black box with a handle. My dog! You brought my dog! All right, Martin. Give it to him. Yes, sir. Oh, thank heaven. Now, at least. Come on, Kerry. Come on, boy. Get up. Wake up. Why, oh, what's the matter? Kerry! It... He's not asleep. He's dead. You wanted him, Mr. Clay. But... But why didn't you tell me? When did he die? How? How old was he? Eleven and a half. Maybe twelve. Pretty old for a dog. That's probably why he could come. What do you mean? What are you trying to do to me? Don't you realize I'm a sick man? Easy, easy, Mr. I won't take it easy. I won't stay here another minute. I'm leaving right now. Sorry, but I don't think we can permit it. Oh, well, we'll see about that. You're getting yourself all upset for no reason, Mr. Clay. Making it very difficult for the rest of us. Martin, you'd better let me have some of that, that bottle there. About 10 cc's. The uh, red medicine? Yes. I... I don't want any medicine. I, I won't take you. Now, please, Mr. Clay. I won't, I tell you. No, I, I don't want to. I... Oh, it's awful. Salty. It, it tastes like... Yes. But I think you'll find that it will make things much easier for you. Very much easier. You're, you're doping me up. That's what you're doing. Putting me to sleep. No. I think that when I wake up, I'll forget about everything. Yes, Mr. Clay. You'll forget about everything. Everything. I was somewhere deep down under the earth. It's a passageway. Stone flagged and with stone walls, and I was walking slowly down it in my bare feet. I could feel the chill of the cold stones through the thick layer of dust. The passage went stretched ahead of me, endlessly. And suddenly, I noticed that there were doors set into the walls on either side, closed doors. And on each door there was a name Abel, Abercrombie. Where was I? What was this place? What was behind those awful, ominously closed doors? Something seemed to be drawing me on, on down the terrible passageway. Addison, Hagar, Alan. I feel the cold creeping up my legs, higher and higher, my heart pounding faster and faster. 
Halloween house here tonight. Miss X Night Owls Radio. Silence, not in my mind, but in the flesh. 
sitting at a desk halfway down at the nurse. Grasping bastard. They're not a table next to the door. I saw the telephone. The telephone. Now I could get help. I wish someone would save me. Pick me out of this place. Picking it up quietly, I dialed my daughter's number. Alec Barclay's wife. Hello? Jane? Oh, thank you. Hello? Jane, it's your father. Listen, you've got to help me. You've got to come and get me. I'm at the hospital. Alex, Hello? Hello? Is Yes, can't you hear me? Didn't you hear what I said? It's your father. Jane, Jane. I'm up. I heard her, but she couldn't hear me. Something wrong with the phone, her phone. I've got to get hold of somebody, somebody, but who? Dr. Rogers? Oh, it might be out. If they come in while I'm phoning. Oh, I know, of course. Just stone walls and a flat 
back to the bees. Bigger, bartered, Venice. <laughs> you don't scare me. Yeah? Well, how would you like it if we went to the elves and found a door marked Lipton? Oh, well, that's fine. Inside, we'd find a wonderful, friendly beverage. Lipton's, the tea with the brisk flavor. The tea that's welcome at all hours of tea that's welcome at all hours of the day. Yes, the Yeah, well, was that corridor real, or was he imagining it or making it up? A lot of these old radio episodes, such as the one you just heard, brought to you by Miss X, Sunlight Isles Radio, entitled The Corridor of Doom, right around Halloween in October 1945, that is, <laughs> all those years ago. The thing about old-time radio, and I hope you enjoyed it tonight, was that it is in your imagination. I used to sit in front of the radio, or the, actually it was a stereo, in the 1970s and 80s as a child and listen to these old-time radio shows. And what you imagine in your mind is always scarier than the actual show. Think about that because it's advice that you can use throughout your life. And I have taken you up into the midnight hour tonight. Almost. It's almost 11.30 p.m. Not quite the midnight hour here on the East Coast of the United States. And until next time, happy screen.